Welcome, welcome back, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to She Works. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Danita Akima. This is Meg. And Shanita. <laughs> so we are real women, real issues. You know our motto. We like to come where everyone has a seat at the table. And our topic that we're going to talk about today is, it's probably a topic, ladies, that has been discussed ad nauseum. <laughs> um, I've, I've, I've seen it. I've heard it on many podcasts. Um, but I've never really heard it from the perspective, you know, that we were kind of talking about, which is the stay at home mom versus the working mom or stay at home mom. Right. <laughs> um, or work from home mom. But it's this notion of this this ongoing war between the moms that have just just really disgusted me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just just wanted to come with this from a different perspective um, of why is this even a debate? Why do you think that this is such a debate among the the, the women who choose, who make the, the choice to stay home, to do some things with their kids, whether they work at home or don't work at home, mm-hmm. just the fact that they want to be home, whether they homeschool or not, but versus the mom who says, no, I got to get out to this nine to five and, you know, right. do what I got to do. Why is that even a debate? May I go first? You may go first, <laughs> Meg. <laughs> so I'm going to come from, and this is just my opinion only, I'm going to come from a cultural perspective. I think that this is not, this may or may not apply to all cultures, all people, but in general, this is what I've seen. So in the African-American culture, what I have noticed is that our mothers, maybe not necessarily our grandmothers, but our mothers and fathers have encouraged us to get out there, go to college, make something of yourself, you know, get a great government job. Good government Good job. Good government job. You know, if not, get a wonderful trade. Do something with your life. Go out there. You can be the CEO of a company. You can be this. You can be that. You can be a black female doctor. You can be a lawyer. Go do all of that. And so it's almost like to come to decide to give all of that up so that you can stay home and just be a mother. It's like, why would you give up this great, wonderful thing that we've all fought for? And our, <laughs> our grandmothers, the and great grandmother. Yes. And the movie to help and everybody was made and <laughs> with sweaty armpits and all of that. And, you know, so why would you give up what you've been afforded? Why would you give up the calling God has on your life? And this is a quote. Why would you? <laughs> We're not going to dispel who the author was. Quote. This is a quote. Why would you give that up or let that go to go home and change disposable diapers all the time and just allow and, and live beneath your privileges or live beneath your means why would you do that and so i have noticed i'm gonna go here and use this Mm -hmm. term in the quote black church if you will (laughs) if you will go with me for a minute we will in the black church i'm not saying that there aren't black moms who are stay-at-home moms because they are but in the black church the black culture oh no you gonna get up you're going to get you a job and you're going to help bring money into this household. Daycare is fine. People go to school to be teachers. Go on, send them kids, <laughs> nappy-headed kids to daycare, and they will be fine. You come home. Like, you don't have an option. Our mothers didn't have an option. Our grandmothers right. didn't have an option. There's no option. We, oh, here we go. We're not afforded the same opportunity. You know you hear all that. Right. We're not afforded the same opportunities. We have to work three or four times harder 
than everybody else. And so you can do something else other than sit home and eat bonbons and watch the stories because that is what people think. And I will be honest, I drank the Kool-Aid at one point in my life. <laughs> you know, okay, what you doing? I mean, what are you doing? They're at school. I mean, what are you doing all day? There's not that much laundry in the world. I stand corrected. I did not know. Girl. I did not know. You babysit somebody for the weekend. You don't have no more time left. <laughs> anyway, so, however, now that I'm older, um, my church experience has shifted. It is a lot more multicultural. So I have been able to see other cultures and how in other cultures it's the norm. Mm. So if you are out and about from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., your kids not only go to the before care, they in school and they go to aftercare and you got to send somebody else to come pick them up because you're running late. Then you got to go home and get dinner on the stove, all some stuff and be with your man and go to Bible so all that. So to a lot of women that I know that is foreign um, and being at home and being a mom and having your family in your home being your first priority is regular. And so um, I, I guess for me, it kind of, it conflicted all the stuff that I knew. And so I did ask myself the question, like, don't you feel like you've given up who you're supposed to be and who you are? And, you know, why can't you have Jesus and silver and gold? Like, why can't <laughs> Meg's you Meg's going to get her some silver and gold here. <laughs> why can't you do both? Some, uh, uh, Kirk Franklin. <laughs> right. Why can't you do both? And so I, I, I still... You know, I don't necessarily know where I stand with all of it. I don't see anything wrong with being a stay-at-home mom. Like, now that I've learned that it's not that deep, it's not that serious, you haven't given up on Jesus, you haven't <laughs> given up on yourself, you just stay at home. And I'm learning that being a mom all day, every day, full-time, is probably even harder than getting up. You know, that's probably one of the hardest jobs that you can ever have. So, much feel. Yeah, you said a lot of good things there. Um, well, being one who is interracially married, I definitely can tell you that some of that culture stuff is spot on. Um, but also we just don't, we don't know how to chill. We don't know how to rest. We don't know how to do something outside of the norm because it's like when you say you're going to stay home, but like 95, 97% of the people that you know are not home, aren't doing this. Everyone's doing this. And here you are. You ever see like those pictures where it's like, all the little bubbles are like blue. And then there's like that one little yellow bubble in the middle doing its own thing. Yeah. It's like you're weird and you're different and you're unique, you know, not being a mother, but being a wife who has the option to be home and to not work. Mm -hmm. And so I've been able to like venture out and try things and I've been judged for it. I've been questioned for it. I mean, so this is not even something that stay at home moms deal with just being a wife. That's not like, uh -huh. Oh, at this age, you should be have achieved this, that and a third. So if you've chosen to do something different, and something as important as like I'm choosing to be at home with my children and the fact that people would question that. Mm -hmm. But it's I think some of that questioning comes from it's weird, it's unique, it's different. And if people are honest, there's probably some envy with that as well mm. because they don't they know that they don't have that choice or they don't even see how their family could navigate to that being an option, not recognizing that people who do this and mm -hmm. have that as a choice all the sacrifice, it's not the, and you mentioned bonbons. I definitely started thinking about married with children and how Peggy would be home eating bonbons. And like, right. no one I know who does this is doing that. Right. For our millennials who may not know what that is, it's a right. show that came out in the 90s. Married <laughs> with children. Yes, yes. He Google was, it. He was the quarterback. Y'all, right. oh, did he run it? Whatever, y'all. Y'all know. Y'all get at us. Anyway, so I think that there's a lot of things that play into why people mm -hmm. are not okay with it. And I, you know, even to bring out the envy, because we just got to be honest, sometimes we get jealous of what somebody else is doing because it's like, like, hmm, I would try that, but 
I don't know. I, I don't even know how we how we could how we could finagle that right. in our family. And then I'm glad you brought up Meg the cultural things as well. So I'm gonna pause there for now. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Culturally, absolutely, mm-hmm. it is a completely different approach. Um, growing up, <clears throat> excuse me, growing up um, in a predominantly white church. Okay, there was no question about. Yeah. No, she don't work. Yeah, no, yeah, no. There's no, no, no raised eyebrow. She eyebrows. may do daycare in the house, maybe in the trailer. Right, correct. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not coming no, for nobody. No, no, legit. She's doing. She got her certification, and she is in that double wide, like she's in ABC, that double wide with that foam furniture, mm-hmm. right. watching them kids. Right, and that <laughs> is not saying that. And I'm, you know, I'm not coming for no, nobody's. No, no. no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that. <laughs> I'm laughing because of these faces. <laughs> I am saying that there is this. I there is this okayness. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. There's this okayness with like he is going to lay concrete. Yep. Right. Yep. That's his trade. Yes. He didn't go to college. Mm-mm. He 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 has a con a job laying concrete, mm-hmm. right. and they live in a trailer. Right. She moved out of her parents' house. Mm-hmm. He moved out of his parents' house. They got married. Yes. Very young. Mm-hmm. They live in a in a trailer. Young. Yes. Young. She is watching kids or or walking dogs or yes. something like that mm-hmm. to make a to make some extra income. He is stirring concrete. Mm-hmm. They have seven eleven hundred children. Yes. And by the time they get to seven hundred and eleven, yes, seven hundred eleven, seven hundred eleven, they have mm-hmm. moved to a house, yes, mm-hmm. beautiful and, home, and they making it work, making it work. And it is told, and I grew up watching family after family do this. Yes, it is totally different in the African American community. Uh-huh. I need to run out here get my degrees, yes, all kind of S- degrees S- with, with an, an S, S, plural, yes, absolutely plural for my English majors, yes, and, and then I need to get my good job mm-hmm. with my benefits, beneath it. With my benefits. Because you're getting off mine at 24. Exactly. (laughs) What? Shoot. Right? And he needs to have all these benefits. Now, I have not yet met the couple who's done this. (laughs) Correct. Let me think on it. No. Um, I haven't met them. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. And then then y'all get married. Mm -hmm. And then y'all don't have kids for seven years because you need to travel. Right. On what dollars? Right. Where the, where the travel dollars? Anyway. Because y'all just starting out. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And it could be in a trailer. Just saying. It could be. Just saying. But. If we in a trailer, mm-hmm. it's go, it's gonna be a problem. It is a problem. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a problem. That's a whole nother she works. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's such a cultural yes. double standard. It is. Oh my goodness. It is. it is. It's not just a starting point. It's mm-hmm. not just that we're building a life together. No. no. That isn't it. All right. Okay. So I have had the opportunity to, to do it all. Stay at home mom, work from home mom, working outside the house mom. Um having my own business, mm-hmm. then going through a divorce, all that, working from home stuff and kids. And, nope, put the kids in school. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm homeschooling the kids. Nope, pull them out. Pull put them out of homeschool, mm-hmm. put them in school, move back in with my parents mm-hmm. and get a job making $17 an hour right. with no benefits and can't take a day off. Mm-hmm. And that was the best I could do right. in time, the moment. Yeah. Right. And if my parents didn't help with childcare. I don't know what I would have done right. if they didn't help pay that bill. Right. And I'm living in their basement. Mm-hmm. So I've had a, you know, very interesting experience with all of it. I'm a work from home mom now, mm-hmm. homeschooling the kids. Even with that, on a one income family, we have one car 
and trust me when we eat a lot of beans. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Just Hello. tell the truth. Hello. We eat a lot of beans. I love it. We, you know, a lot of ground chuck. Yeah. <laughs> Not that 80 20 lean stuff. No. Girl, get out of here. 80 20 lean. No, no, no. No, no, no. A lot of things over rice. <laughs> Just, Make it filling. Yeah, that Just, rice fills you up. <laughs> Just do what we got to do. black beans, chili exactly. all over rice. Three exactly. days in a row. <laughs> exactly. They don't want to see that another rice. Well, grab that five-pound bag of potatoes. You don't have to get the rice, son. Get the potatoes. We'll we do that. We're going to eat chili over potatoes this week. Chili over potatoes. We're going to mix it up. Enjoy. Eat up, son. Pot- you don't want no more. <laughs> that's all right. They're leftovers for tomorrow. Exactly, because that's lunch. Um, oh, God. So, that's some sacrifices. Right. And you do what you do. You do what you have to right. do. Right. And, and so, yeah, it's the sacrifice of it all. It's like, right. what are you going to do? Are you are you going to... Because And I'm not saying... Because some people are like, well, if it's really a priority, you'll make it work. I don't know about that. Right. I don't know about that. I just, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. I know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And we're making it work the way that we're making it work. Mm-hmm. And there's some things that we do that other people probably wouldn't do. Right. And some things that other people are doing that we wouldn't do. Right. But there shouldn't be the this whole stay at home and do I. There shouldn't even be all that. Right. Deb- I just don't understand matter. why it's a debate. Right. Because right. we have the same goal. Right. Whether you work in the home, outside the home, on top of the home, or yeah. for the federal government. <laughs> exactly. Right. We all want to be a good mom. We all want right. to be present. We all want happy, healthy children. Exactly. We exactly. don't really necessarily want to have. Yeah. Right. More things no. to put on our exactly. weight. We have no. one less thing for perfection. Right. To you know, eat right, exercise, eat organic, plant based, yes. use essential mm-hmm. oils, be crunchy, make <laughs> our garden. Mm-hmm. Right. Do all oh, these okay. things. That crunchy mom's episode. <laughs> yes, that crunchy mom's episode. <laughs> right. And on top of that, now we're gonna have to deal with all the repercussions. Whether we cho- whether we choose to stay home, yeah. or whether the choice has been made for us that we uh, must work. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Everyone's like not afforded the opportunity to decide to stay home, and mm-hmm. and like you, Denita, I have done all of it i have you know worked full-time i have come home and worked part-time mm-hmm. i have been a stay-at-home mom and did absolutely nothing but just be engulfed in my kids mm-hmm. for a season mm-hmm. and i there was a time i was like oh that's too much mm-hmm. i need a break from that mm-hmm. yeah i used to work for child protective services mm-hmm. and my first year there i removed nine children and it wow. broke my heart i believe it and the emotional turmoil that i experienced I compare that to being a stay-at-home mom where all I did was home, stay at home and homeschooled. Okay. I didn't have any other work outlet, no matter how part, part-time you right. know, the income was. There were days when I was at home where I was more exhausted yes. mm-hmm. than when I worked for child welfare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I worked for it in D.C. and a county in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Merlin, right? Merlin. Merlin. <laughs> Merlin. Yeah. Um, and it is it is indescribable. But the times that I've went to work, I was, you know, exhausted doing mm-hmm. that as well. So here we are. We have moms who have to go out here and hustle for a season, you know, like you were mentioning. Mm-hmm. And they deal with the mommy guilt. You know, yeah. they can't make it to the lunchtime mom and, you know, yes. grandparents day right. or yeah. have lunch with dad and donuts with dad at school because mm-hmm you know, they don't have leave or benefits and they can't take off Mm -hmm. and they deal with all this guilt. Um, They have no choice but to put them kids into before aftercare and then maybe a sport after that. Extended aftercare. Extended aftercare because, you know, they work all the way out in Ashburn Mm -hmm. and, you know, live over here in the county. Right. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when I, you know, I would talk to 
moms who ha- who are working, mm-hmm. they would tell me how judged they felt from the homeschool, stay at home, not necessarily homeschool, mm-hmm. excuse me, from the stay at home mom community mm-hmm. um, who would just send their kids to school. They can come to pick up the kids in the carpool line and they would be in jeans mm-hmm. and, you know, yoga pants. Right. And you, you have these other moms hustling and bustling with a kind bar and in a business suit. Right. And so they just said they just felt ultimately judged. And some of the kids would have like birthday parties during the weekdays at like Wednesday at one o'clock. Right. And can you bring cupcakes for the whole club? <laughs> and right. can you bring cupcakes? Well, no, I can't bring cupcakes because I work in right. D.C. and right. I'm an attorney and I have to be in court. So right. No, I can't. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I think parents sacrifice mm-hmm. on both ends. Moms sure, will sacrifice right. it on both ends. And so, you know, I wanted to throw out this question, um, you know, particularly for you, Denise, and then even you guys, how mm-hmm. you felt um, when you made the decision again to homeschool. Uh-oh. Right? <laughs> My, I love y'all family. My family gave me grief. Oh, they gave me so much grief. Now, I didn't start out as someone who sang. Oh, you know, I didn't. I didn't grow up seeing it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't go to the to the predominantly white church where mm-hmm. it was the norm. Mm-hmm. I went to the predominantly black church. Mm-hmm. It was like get a pen. Go to go work and, and pay your, your tithes. Right. Bring your tithes. Pay your, your tithes. And building fun offerings. <laughs> motives. Motives. And Ooh, I will not. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it. Trying to reel it in. Trying to reel it in, y'all. Trying to reel it in. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I promise you, we're going to stay on task today, guys. Um, but just thinking about those things, I just, I didn't understand why it became such an issue when I first decided to stay at home. It wasn't to homeschool. It was, mm-hmm. let me just stay at home until they're like old enough to really, you know, mm-hmm. me to be comfortable with them in daycare. Again, mm-hmm. I told you I worked for child welfare. So I had seen, I had investigated so many <laughs> daycare centers mm-hmm. for um, abuse and neglect and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, you know, that, that mean this is the list of people you trusted your kids is about this small. Right. right. It's about this small. Right. right. And so I didn't want to do that. I remember my husband telling me, well, you know, my mother stayed home with uh, my sister and I until we went to kindergarten. I was like, oh, that's great for her. Right. (laughs) I mean, by this time, I've had a master's degree. I had a couple of licensures. Mm -hmm. It was a practicing social worker getting ready to take my clinical exam and open my own practice. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's great. I'm glad your mother was able to do that. Mm -hmm. Toodles. Like, good for (laughs) y'all. Um, and, and, and something changed in me once I had my daughter and, you know, I saw this little face and I just could not have imagined having to do that. Now I know if I had to, I would, but I was fortunate enough that I didn't have to. And so I began to change. So we did this little, he went to work at like six in the morning and worked till three. I went to work at like four and worked till nine. Mm -hmm. And we did that for a little while. And I was like, okay, this is too much. I'm missing half the day with her. And so I end up coming home. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I came home and had another child. And then I had two kids. Let me tell you. You you understand. Oh, yeah. They were very close in age. And all I was doing was being at home. And for a season, it drove me absolutely bananas. Okay. And you're not going to hear a lot of stay-at-home moms be honest mm-hmm. enough to tell you that. I was just looking at these four walls all day. Yeah. I would pick up the same toys mm-hmm. and put them away. I would change the same amount of diapers each day. I would do bottles the same amount each day. And I just remember like, okay, this, 
Maybe I made a mistake. <laughs> Maybe I made a mistake. Maybe I just need. I miss God. I miss God. Right. I miss God. Maybe my husband missed God because he was the one that told me, you know, his mother stayed home until he was in kindergarten anyway. So maybe he, he was the God. one. That- right. And so, but I was not articulating my expectations clear. So instead of telling him that I was completely overwhelmed with being at home with two kids, I said, I want a new house. And I, mm. and, and I know I need to go back to work to make some more money so we can get a bigger house. That was, that was my mm-hmm. pride and my arrogance mm-hmm. and just me not willing to be vulnerable enough. Because again, there's a part of you as a stay at home mom that feels you don't have a right to complain uh, Okay, because you're home. Right. A part of you feels yep. like if I complain, yep. they are going to throw these stones at me because there are many women who would love this opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't bring myself to tell him, oh, if I want to do this no more yeah <laughs> so I just I got my little my s on my chest mm-hmm. and I was like hey I want a new house he was like well you want a new house you need to go back to work my my, my salary covers the bills in this house right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you want a new house you got to go back to work and I did mm-hmm. went back to work full-time and it was a relative who had a family daycare put the kids in daycare and you know I was getting my little social work mojo back on and I was just like, oh, my gosh. And so I know people used to tell me, oh, I tip my hat to you because you're a stay-at-home mom. It was at that point that I started saying, I tip my hat to working moms mm-hmm. who work outside the home. You get up when it's dark outside. You come home when it's dark outside. Mm-hmm. You do homework, sports, and dinner. Try to be somewhat healthy so you can't run through the Chick-fil-A drive through right. at every time. Mm-hmm. And when do you have time for you? When do you right. have time? To- so my hat started to... When I would see working moms mm-hmm. who worked outside of the home, and I started to have a very different perspective. But then that that the daycare ended up closing down like six months later for <laughs> various reasons, <laughs> and I was like, "All right." And and the Lord had to use that because He knew that I wasn't going to put my kids with nobody I didn't know. I knew this person very well, mm-hmm. so. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going back home. But when I came home the second time, I had a renewed vision, a, re- a restored hope, a responsibility of what I was doing. I did not value what I was doing when I was mm-hmm. home initially. The second time around, I was like, okay, we're going to start learning. You get this circle mat. You get these letters over here. We're going to start writing. And that's how homeschooling even became a thing because mm-hmm. I started working with them to learn letters and colors and blending mm-hmm. and learning how to read. Once mm-hmm. I taught them how to read, I was like, Oh, I can teach you physics, AP history. Right. I'm good. <laughs> right. Once you learn how to read, I was good. But I just didn't understand why so many people would have that debate because we have the same mission, right. which is just caring and loving and providing for our children. Right. Yep. So I really don't understand. Y'all well, help I me think when they, when they don't, when, when, when the mission, I, I would say, I would say they have the same vision and we have different missions. Mm-hmm. How we're going to get to the vision. I was going to say that. Yeah. Okay. So when that path looks very different, mm-hmm. then they're like, I don't understand, <laughs> you know? And for me, it was a challenge because I had, I had to grasp and I did not originally understand this, that my family had to grieve my divorce. Okay. Mm. I had to go through that process. Right. And I'm mm. trying to keep up with the kids and, Y'all Life okay. has to keep moving, right? Exactly. Right. But I didn't process that my family had to accept that I was getting a divorce. Okay. Okay. Huh. And also, and I'm not sure that they're able to put words to it, but I am. They felt like they had to jump in and be yeah. the dad. Mm-hmm. Fill in. The fill in. Fill in for whatever the kids need. So when I got remarried 
and we decided to homeschool again, mm. all of the poop yeah. <laughs> hit the fan. Right. All of it. We censor yes. on this show. We are yes. G-rated. We are G-rated show here. You don't have to turn this off. Your babies can listen. <laughs> it all hit the fan. And, and, and it's still a challenge. It is still very, very much. I had an absolute meltdown before the beginning of the school year. Mm. Um, because you're already doing your best, yes. but you have people who, in their own desire to help or care or love, mm-hmm. say things and do things and start moving in a way where you're like, this is exact opposite of what of our what family trying is trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And they weren't there when I was, didn't have a car. Right. Living in this apartment, they had roaches. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they had roaches till I moved in and saw the roaches. <laughs> Where is the orchid man? Honey, right. There was no amount of spray. <laughs> the entire building yeah. had roaches. A roach is a hard thing to get it's rid a, of. Uh, huh. I, had, I had no experience with these things. And uh, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. just. They're relentless. The, uh, it was, they, they were not there when I was putting a, a bag of laundry at the door. With the quarters in it, because I didn't have a washing machine and dryer in the apartment. Mm-hmm. And getting up, leaving the kids asleep. Social workers, just close your ears. <laughs> leaving the Take kids a in the bed. Right. <laughs> shooting up the steps, because the laundry was, was one flight above me. Mm-hmm. Throwing the stuff, the stuff in, loading it in, in the morning. Then coming back down the steps, timing it so that I could get the kids up, make breakfast, and while they were eating, go switch it over to the dryer. That's a hustle of a mother That's right a there, hustle. Boy. Because they wore uniforms, and they had to have clean uniforms. Mm-hmm. Well, laundry has to get done, right. right? Didn't have a car. So DeMario is coming from the other side of the county to pick us up, and drop the kids off at school, drop me off at work, then he goes to work, then pick me up, then the kids up, and drop us off back at home. Shout out to Demario. Shout out to Demario. Mm-hmm. We see you, Mr. Platt. <laughs> <laughs> Running to the grocery store, you know, trying to meal plan, get homework done. Plus, Michael's doing gymnastics for 12 hours a week. Oh, mercy. And that's why we moved into that apartment because it was within the impact zone. So we were trying to get a discount on this expensive gymnastics. Mm-hmm. So you weren't there when I was doing all that. Right. And drying clothes in my room because I couldn't get, I didn't have time to get up to the dry because I can't leave them. Because mm-hmm. somebody's take them Somebody's going to take my kids' clothes. Right. So now I'm drying them, you know, laid out in the kitchen and on, you know what I mean? Doing our best. Open the oven door. Right. <laughs> Hanging socks. With a towel she goes. Exactly. Right. It's real out here, yo. Laying, real women, real the, issues. Laying, laying the shirt in the towel and rolling it up right. and, and twisting it. and wringing it. You know what you got to do. Doing what you got to do. (laughs) You know, so you weren't there when I was doing all that. Right. And now, yeah, we're going to homeschool. And yeah, that does mean what it means. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we're going to deal with that. And it's not your decision to make. Right. But out of their, you know, love and desire, whatever, whatever, you know, they push and push and push and push until you're like, if you're going to continue to have a relationship with me, you're going to leave this topic alone. And you're going to respect this boundary that we have established that my husband and I have decided. And I think one of the issues just in general, but specifically for this topic is that people think that their way is the right way, Mm -hmm. or they think that just because they think it, that's what God is thinking. Mm -hmm. And so if this is the way I'm doing it, clearly this is the way the Lord wants it because I'm doing it that way. <laughs> yep. And if you're doing it any other way, if you're deciding to not homeschool or 
go to work, then that is not the way of the Lord. So you're doing it wrong or vice versa. You deciding to stay home and miss out on God, all this God out here in the streets and all these people that need Jesus, you staying home and making bread from scratch. Like how you missing Jesus out here. Mm -hmm. And so, because that's the way I see it, I think that your way is incorrect, but I think we've lost sight on, like you all said, of the ultimate goal. What is the ultimate goal? At the end of the day, we want our kids to be educated. Mm -hmm. We want our kids to be contributing citizens to this world. We want our household to be taken care of. However we get there is how we get there. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Yep. I agree. Absolutely. So I, I really appreciate you guys, you know, on this topic because sometimes, you know, it had, it had been a sensitive one. I know for my family, you know, now my family will sing the praises (laughs) of homeschooling. It's like, I'm so glad you didn't listen to us. And I'm so glad you homeschooled because, you know, just, and everyone does it for different reasons, but, you know, and particularly just staying at home, you know, I had people in my ear, you know, saying those things about, well, why would you go to school Mm -hmm. and get all those degrees and Mm -hmm. pay all the student loan back? And you just sitting at home making babies. Yeah. Ooh. And that was a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. That was a hard that pill. That hurt to me and I'm not making. <laughs> You're not making? No. You got to get your crunch ball first. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's um, but at the end of the day, you know, when, you know, the only person who you have to be on the same page with yep. is your spouse. Yep. Right. And if you and your spouse have made a decision for your family, you know, it, it really does not matter. Nope with with anybody else Mm -hmm. it really doesn't and it's not to say that to be rude or disrespectful but it's like at the end of the day this is who i'm called to be one with yes and if we've decided i'm gonna work i'm gonna work and if we decided i'm home and listen that can change from season to season as as danita's story has shown us you know you know my husband and i we kind of you know talk about you know if something were to happen to him, I mean, he's the breadwinner of mm-hmm. our family. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my little side hustles, you know, they bring in a couple dollars, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this, it's not very sustaining. Right. Um, and so, you know, we talked about what would you want me to do? Mm-hmm. You know, if you were to pass away, he's like, well, you got to get a little apartment or something or, you know, a little townhouse, put them kids in school and get back to your social work thing. I mean, mm-hmm. so yeah, if, if that were, if that were to ha- ever happen, God forbid, you know, I may not be able to sit home right. and, and do this. I'm, you know, my, mm-hmm. my life choices would be different, but whether I decide to be at home, work from home or work outside the home, our mission, mm-hmm. you know, our vision is the same. You know, our vision is absolutely safe, secure, well-behaved, well-educated, growing up responsible members of society. Right. So there's no longer a need for a debate. So we just kind of want to throw that out there. Listen, whether you work at home, guys, listen, it does not matter. Right. You are doing the best you can. Yep. You out here hustling That's your right. nine to five or your 12 hour shift. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, what your children need is you. That's yes. right. Right. They're not going to care how many hours you worked or how many gingerbread houses you made. Right. When they had emotional needs, were you there there to meet that's them. right that's what they're looking for right. so just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in uh we appreciate you you can definitely find us here more uh topics at this is dive media and you can find our wonderful just meg <laughs> on facebook um you can follow me at princess akima on all social media platforms and follow me danita uh danita platt on twitter all right, and you can always get at me at Nita Works on Twitter. And if you are an Apple user, guys, we need those five stars. Please. And uh, Aldi and Instacart, you guys can definitely uh, oh, absolutely. sponsor us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just wanted to throw that out. I use Instacart all the oh, time. Yeah. I so use it we, yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's a life, at home or working out. It's a lifesaver. Instacart, <laughs> right. we home see you. We right. see you. So this is um, the host here of She Works. Until next time, guys. Bye.
happy. 